1: Put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: Some of the best high school basketball in the Midwest is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to the fan high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern.
3: Welcome to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, as always, presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM. The fan, I'm Mike McGivern. For a lot of the show today, we're going to talk about some of the teams playing at the Terry Porter Classic. Now, it's been going on for a couple of days. But later in the show, we're going to talk to Jose Winston, the head coach at Brown Deer. 10.45, we're going to talk to Steve Showalter, head coach at Whitefish Bay, Dominican. At 11.15, Sean Kreider, head coach at Homestead. But right now, the first uh, segment, and a little bit more, Ty Mosler, head basketball coach, Waukee South Division. And uh, the, the Terry Porter Classic, it's been going on a number of years. Ty, how you been? Doing good. How you been, Mike? I've been good. Hey, you guys took one on the chin early against uh, against Reagan. How? Uh, I looked at your roster. You still you don't have a six five guy anywhere in the school or what?
4: Uh, absolutely not. Uh, if if you are over six foot one, you're not allowed in.
3: <laughs> I've never seen. I got to be honest with you, Ty. I love you. I've never seen a, a varsity roster with more five seven five eight kids. Um,
4: uh, yeah, it's just that's who walks through our doors. So
3: well, yeah you, you, I'll tell you this: you do the, you do as good as anybody that I know at, at with situations like that. Um, how do you uh, feel about this this year's team? Do you guys have a chance to be competitive?
4: Well, um, I'm not doing much of anything with them. I'm, I'm not coaching this year. You're uh, not? T- no, Thomas Shumpert is um, is our head coach um, who played for us here my first four oh, years. I know. Yeah, and I know. He's been yeah. an assistant for a handful of years. Yeah, um, I You know,
3: Ty, you would you would think that uh, being the high school insider, I would have known that. How how did I not know that?
4: Uh, well, I I don't tweet, I don't Facebook, I don't Insta post or any of that jazz. So um, I just me and Thomas sat down and talked. Uh, uh, you know, the week prior, or so and and me and him have had talks about it in the past. That uh, uh, the time is sooner than later, and uh, he was um, excited, gung ho to do it, and. It was just uh it was the right time.
3: Well, and you know, I I've, I've got uh, Mark Miller's book right in front of me. Head coach, Ty Moser, nineteenth year.
4: Yeah, I, I took care of everything that needed to be taken care of, uh, so it wasn't uh, you know, put on Thomas as a first year guy. Um and uh, you know, I was waiting uh until you know the season started just in case a couple 6'6 six six twins from the Dominican <laughs> or Venezuela walked through our doors and then maybe I would have stuck around, but uh um, it was uh, just something that you know me and Thomas talked about, and our coaching staff.
3: And, and I'm sure Thomas is going to going to do a great job over there.
4: I, uh, Thomas is a great fit for us because he has pride because he played here, he coached here. Um, he wants to see South do well. He's not worried about just you know getting a few thousand dollars to, to be a coach. He he, he wants it. Uh, he wants it to be good because it's important to him.
3: Man, this is. I wish you. I, I wish we would have had the breaking news, Mitch. I wish we would have had the breaking news. I can.
2: I can do the read if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Breaking. Breaking news on the fan is powered by Odyssey.com Sports and presented by BetQL. Become a better sports, better get smarter to beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Breaking news on the fan, right breaking here. Breaking news on the fan. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. telling
4: you. Hey Ty, um, I don't know if it's really breaking news, but okay.
3: it, no, it's, it 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 is pretty. Big in my world, I got to be honest with you. So yeah. how how does it feel not you know walking past the gym and, and hearing the whistle and the squeak and and going to your car? Just fine.
4: I feel fine. Yeah, I feel good. Yeah, I know what it's like to get my brains beat in. I don't need to keep <laughs> doing it. So, um, I, I, I last year not having a season, um, it, it, I, it, I didn't miss anything. I mean, there were some things you missed, but I, there wasn't a lot um, that. Um, and this, and even now, um, you know, I'm good uh, being AD. I'm good being a fan. I'm good watching. Um, they say it's young man's game. Got to have the energy. And if I'm not gonna have the energy, it's not fair for anybody for me to be doing it. So I feel fine. I'm good.
3: Yeah, you know what? And and look, I I echo that because when 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 I got done, it was people were like, you know what? You're not gonna be able to stay away. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Right. Dude, you know what? There's a couple things I def- i I miss hanging out with Coach Wallersheim every day. I miss practices. Um I don't miss some of the as you know, you know, as, as some of the baggage that comes along with people think that they come and watch you on Tuesday and Friday and that's what it is. It's not. It's no, it's, it's a lot months. of stuff in between that. And I think you and I could tell a lot of stories with that.
4: Absolutely. It's twelve months. Um there's a, I mean I miss planning practice. I don't miss being at practice, you know, and it's a drug, you know, where yep. the wins make you feel so good. The losses, you want to go jump off a bridge. But, uh, you know, the euphoria of a win you miss, but I'm not going to miss the, the depression of a loss. So yeah, um, some things you'll miss, and then there's a lot of things I won't.
3: Hi, hundred percent. I I agree with that. Hey, th- let's talk about this year's Terry Porter Classic. Boy, I'll tell you what. If if you want to get, an, uh, if you haven't seen a high school game yet, and you want to get your fix, man. Get over to South Division today. You, what a great lineup for the rest of the the, the day you have.
4: I think so. I I, I hope so. Um, I hope the games are competitive and enjoyable to watch, and uh, you try to get the the best teams that you can to, um. You know, have a tough game in a neutral environment. So, um, I, I think uh, throughout the day, if you're sitting here watching a couple games, you'll you'll see some good high school basketball.
3: Well, and, and let me run down a little of it. Right now, um, Milwaukee North and Thomas Moore are playing at 1130, Sussex-Hamilton and Milwaukee-Riverside play. And then we're seeing Horlick and Kettle Moraine at, uh, at 115. Uh, you keep going, and and again throughout the day, you pay. I think what? How much do you pay to get in? By the way,
4: that's five bucks. Uh, we can't charge fifteen dollars because I'm not doing this for exposure. <laughs> this is just a regular high school event, so we're just doing it for games. So we're and, five bucks to keep you here all day.
3: And if you leave, do you have to pay another five to get back in?
4: No, you have. A, we give you a wristband, you can come back in.
3: Yeah, that's. Uh, thank you for that. At uh, at three o'clock, Whitnell and Milwaukee King uh play and, and, and look both teams I think have a chance to be pretty good then West Dallas Central against Whitefish Bay Dominican who had a nail biter their first game.
4: I uh, I think they hit a seventy one pointer at the buzzer.
3: <laughs> yeah they they won by they won by 70, right? Seventy one, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah. At yeah. six thirty Milwaukee Bay View and Brown Deer play. That should be man, what an entertaining game that's gonna be and then uh the nightcap. Uh, Homestead against Milwaukee, Washington. Well, and-
4: it's not going to be Washington. Washington had to drop out this week because of COVID protocol. Okay, so we found that out Thursday, and that made it really enjoyable trying to find a replacement. But we were able to get Zion Benton coming up from Illinois. Really? And, uh, yep. That always has um, a couple of Division One kids. So when we talked with Sean. Uh, we went over some different options and um, I said, you know, we can hunt in Illinois and we were able to get Don Benton to come up. And so uh, that should be a good game uh, because they're usually very athletic and uh, homestead's gonna be very good this year, so it should be a good game.
3: They're gonna be really good. Boy, that's again breaking news. You don't have to do that again, Mitch, but <laughs> man, we gotta have Ty on more often. There's all uh, kinds of breaking news from from him. Um, hey Ty, let's talk a little bit about putting the Terry Porter classic together. Obviously you have a template now and maybe not as difficult as it was, you know, way back when in, in the early days, but but now it's gotten to the point now that it goes over three days, correct?
4: Yeah, we start Thursday um, after during the school day, and we do the games for our teams, for the boys and girls, uh, right at the end of the school day so the students can uh, come watch because, generally speaking, they, they don't. If it's 7 o'clock, 7.30, tip in the evening, they go home, don't come back. So it's, um, it's a good chance for um, our students to come see our kids play, again, both boys and girls. And then uh, we get started with the, the rest of boys varsity games with a couple more. Uh, some, three more on Thursday, and then three uh, last night. Uh, besides our girls team, and then seven more today. And uh, it just again comes down to interest. Um, you know a lot of uh, the same teams like to come back. Uh, they they like playing in it, and um, you know as long as uh, they they represent themselves in the school the right way, you know they're always welcome to come back. And then you try to find a couple new teams here and there with the teams that are going to be better. Uh, sometimes you hit a home run, sometimes you strike out, depending on team's uh, schedules and what coaches are looking for. And, uh, you know, some coaches uh, like to be in these events. Other coaches, um, you know, aren't necessarily as excited to play in in certain events. So you try to piece it together with uh, what coaches are willing to come play a game.
3: And as the athletic director, obviously, when you get a call from Washington saying, look, we're out, we can't do this. Um, You know, now you're scrambling like crazy and you don't want Homestead not to have a game. And, and, and that part of our world obviously has completely changed, but as an athletic director, you've got to be really nimble at this point.
4: uh you, you learn to embrace some chaos when when you're an athletic director with getting thrown curveballs like that at the last seconds, and um, you know, there's no sense getting uh upset or ticked off about it because it's out of my control, so what's next? And you you try to uh, be open with people. So I said I called Sean and said, "Hey, here's everything." Uh, what route do you want to go? What do you think would work best for you guys? And try to uh, put it together the best that we can, so the the event goes on and the kids can get a game in.
3: Hey, have you watched most of the games that have been going on over there? Huh.
4: Well, in between slinging garbage and getting ice bags and whatever else, uh, I catch I catch some of it. I mean, I I get to see a little bit of every game. Yeah.
3: Um, has there been a team that's jumped off the page at you that you thought, oh boy, that they're they're going to be pretty good?
4: Uh, this will come off to as uh, well the the greater metro in general. Uh, we had Marquette, Brook East, and Brook Central here last night, and and it was a combination of things. All three teams looked well, and they played three MPS city schools, and that year off really really crushed the city conference. That's made it it's made it hard for uh, the city schools this year, uh, being that that year behind. But uh, the Brookfields are both good. Marquette played well. Um, the night before, Franklin played extremely well um, in, in their game. Um, and again, you know, for, for the city schools we've seen, it's kind of been the same same situation for all of them. It's You can tell, like the example I use with, with the kids here at South, we have sophomores that are some of the better kids in the school, and they're playing varsity, and they've never even played a JV game. They didn't have a JV Oh,
0: my actually. goodness. Now
4: you're throwing them out there playing a varsity game and, and again even the better schools this doesn't apply to, to us itself necessarily but you know their, their kids last year not getting games you know they played au or they did something with their trainer where they dribble around a garbage can and practice steph curry step back threes from 30 feet like that, that ain't helping you and so you know they might have been doing something with a basketball but it wasn't um you know team setting it wasn't a practice setting it wasn't you know game competition with officiating and, and fans that um you know those kids need like we had a we had a couple kids in our game that they after the game uh, coach man you know i was so nervous it's, you know that they, they've never played a varsity game in front of people so um city schools like right now thomas moore's up 23 to 6 on north that it's i should say for you the cavaliers and the blue devils you like the school nicknames that uh there you go Right. uh, and, uh it's 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 a struggle right now. It will take some time to catch up.
3: Yeah, and I haven't talked to to, to many city conference coaches yet. Um, I I would assume that I, I don't I guess I can assume what it would be like to get kids in who, like you said, had never even played in a JV game, and now we're expecting and asking them to compete on a varsity level, like Milwaukee Marshall and Franklin. Right? It's forty-eight twenty-four at halftime. Yep. and Milwaukee Marshall's gotta be thinking, man, what just hit us uh,
4: absolutely um and again you you can tell like we we watching that game, you pointed out the Franklin kids' bodies are just so different, there's definition uh their legs have muscles, there's girth, they have shoulders, and then you look at some of our kids and uh they're extremely skinny, they look like they haven't eaten you know good meals and Physically, it's, it's tough, and now take away that they haven't done organized practices and still work for, you know, uh, 18, 20 months. So um, you, you can tell the difference without a doubt.
3: Hey, as the athletic director over at South, how was the participation this year compared to two years ago as far as numbers of kids um, being involved in athletics?
4: Uh, in athletics, a little bit lower. Um, and some of that has to do with enrollment drop, which that's probably for a different radio show, not not basketball. But um, the, the numbers have been a little bit lower across the board for all sports. Um, for boys' basketball, it's been okay. It's been decent. Um, but the, the kids for basketball that are generally standing up, and even on our girls' side, it's, it's not experienced basketball players. These are kids that have never been on an organized team, and now they're in high school and like, hey, I want to be on the basketball team. And um, they're – you know, they they didn't play on a grade school team. They certainly didn't do any type of AAU team or um, just inexperienced. But uh, they're signing up doesn't help you for competition sake, but you're able to to put a team together. Yeah, and it helps
3: these kids. You know, I mean, they, it really does. It helps them, I think, in a lot of different areas in in their life. And uh, I'm glad that they're signing up. You know, I remember when we did the current electric superheroes of the week with the two girls from South Division who said, look, we're we're on, we're on the tennis team. And it's like, how are you guys doing? Horrible. We've never played tennis before, but they needed people. And we joined and we're playing partners. And yeah, no, we're terrible. But we're really having a great time doing it. Like we're getting a brains beat in, but it's kind of funny. And we're going to get the chance to hang out. You know, okay, we're best friends, so we get to hang out a little bit, and we're playing a sport we haven't really played before. Um, and that's tough, obviously, at the high school level when you try to pick up a new sport you've never played.
4: Uh, it's it's a common theme amongst a lot of our kids, uh, you know, for for a lot of different sports. And uh, you you just try to get them to understand about uh, having some fun and doing something that's active where, you know, you're not having some kind of sedentary lifestyle and um, be part of something that's is uh good for the school so you know our our selling points and our um mission is a little bit different than maybe what you know marquette and ds have or what uh mcguanago or old creek have where you know you're you're looking at you know can we get to sectionals can we win uh can we win a conference title or we get in the state you know our kids generally don't even know what those things mean when you say hey you know you got regionals like i don't mean anything to them you know say hey want to try to get to the state they don't know what that means so, it's just a different mission.
3: It is but, a different mission. If uh, you feel like you want to head over and watch some, some really good basketball, go say hi to the former head coach at Milwaukee <laughs> South Division. And, again, breaking news here. I, I Nobody has said a thing about it. Are you and Jimmy guys just
4: hanging out and going to high school games now, or what? Uh, you know, it's funny. He, he does some subbing here. So, I see him quite a bit, and now uh, he's retired. Um, and he, he's been over here the last couple of days, and he'll probably swing by today. And, watch games, and then uh, periodically throughout we look at each other and say, yeah, wow, I don't miss this at all. Yeah, either do I. Right. <laughs> well, there you go. Hey, look, I'm going to
3: probably reach out to you more now than I have in the past.
4: Oh, that's fine. You'll catch me at my daughter's games hopefully. So uh Good more willing to, uh, you know, talk basketball with you anytime.
3: Man, He is Ty Moser. Get over to South Division. We're going to talk about it throughout the show with different coaches that are going to be competing in this uh, this t- this day of, of high school basketball, the Terry Porter Classic. Five bucks gets you in, and then you can leave and even come back, and you're still getting in for free. So five bucks, a bunch of high school basketball, all the way through the last tip is at uh, 815 tonight. And uh, Ty, thanks a lot. I appreciate the time and and uh, breaking news on this uh, this show. I appreciate that.
4: Yeah, you should have called our AD. He would have told you that uh, he fired me. So,
3: <laughs> Well, you know that AD, nobody likes that guy.
4: No, he, he's
3: terrible. Yeah, he's, he is horrible. Hey, Ty, please uh, say hi to the AD for me. You got it. You got it, Ty Mosler. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we are going to talk with Julie Belden. She is with Pick and Save. The Waukesha stores are doing a fundraiser um, for this tragedy we had in Waukesha. And as typical Pick and Save People, they said, look, what can we do to help? And we're going to talk to Julie about what they're doing today and tomorrow on the other side of the break. This is the high school basketball, the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan.
2: An Odyssey station. Call
0: from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
4: Your baby
3: boy. Uh, welcome you back to the to Varsity play Blitz play High School Basketball Coaches Show presented Maybe by your local you pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. So I, now, I am now joined, and, and I had a chance to talk with her, and I'm a big fan by just talking to her on the phone. She is Julie Belden. She is the operations field specialist for Roundies, and they are doing an event today and tomorrow, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., at three of the stores out in Waukesha. And with what happened in Waukesha, I I can't thank Julie and the people at our local Pick and Save stores enough. Uh, Raising money for the Waukesha South High School Band, the Waukesha Extreme Dance Team, and Milwaukee Dancing Grannies. And Julie's been kind enough to join us for a few minutes. Hey, Julie, how are you today?
0: Good morning, Mike. I'm great. How are you today?
3: I'm doing really well. Thank you so much for what you guys are doing. You're doing um, a brat stop, brat fry, as you guys call it. Donate $4, um, only accepting cash. You get a brat with the bun and a bag of chips and a beverage while supplies last. The groups are going to receive 100% of the dollars collected, plus a matching donation of up to $5,000 from Pick and Save and Metro Market. And all three of the stores out in Waukesha are involved in this, East Sunset, West Sunset, and Silvernail. And, again, 11 to 3 today and 11 to 3 tomorrow. And my hope is that Pick and Save is going to have to match
6: $5,000.
0: Yes, that's my hope, too. That's what we want. We want to be able to donate as many dollars as we can um, to these organizations that were affected. We, as an organization, just want to do everything that we can to support and um, really uh, assist these organizations with just this awful tragedy.
3: Julie, I don't know how people um, survive. You know, the the people that were right there and saw it. I don't know as a grandfather and as a parent, but I do know this: when there is a tragedy here, anywhere in Southeast Wisconsin, or in the state of Wisconsin for that matter, we come together as an or as a group of people that say, "Okay, how can we help?" Them, And it seems to be throughout all the years that I've worked with people from Roundy's and people from Pick and Save now that you guys are always the first to raise your hand and say, what what do you need from us? Where this is, look, we, we, we are Wisconsin's grocer. What do you need from us? And you guys just jump up and, and jump into action and go work and get things done
0: yes we do so we are involved all over our communities um, throughout the cities that we serve throughout the state of wisconsin and illinois um, we really try to uh, be involved um, i i have to say i've worked for um Aroundies and pick and save and metro market for 22 years um, it is such a great company to work for we are out in the community and want to uh, help and assist the communities that we serve in any way that we can so Um, I'm really proud of our organization and of our volunteers that will be out at the three locations um, uh, today and tomorrow. Um, These are great people that uh, work for us, either in our stores or in our our, um, division office in Milwaukee. Um, And they are going to be there to uh, take donations, give um, those that come out to support um, that brat bag of chips and beverage and um, interact interact with um, the community and really uh, support in any way that we can. So um, this is such a great event, and we really hope we have a great turnout for it.
3: You know, Julie and I, we have to thank um, some of the partners, too, on this, because, again, we, you think about Clements. It is a company from here. Beanbow Bakeries, here they have a great organization here that I've worked with in the past, Frito-Lay, um, Coke, and Kroger. And I thank them. That they said, yeah. What you know? What Pick and Save called. What you need. We'll be involved with in this as well. And again, Clements Coke, Bimbo Bakeries, Frito Lay, and Kroger. I, I thank you guys for doing this today and tomorrow, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Go out to, to the East Sunset store, the West Sunset store, or the Metro Market on Silvernail in Pewaukee. And if you don't want, if you don't want the broad, donate donate the four dollars, donate five to whatever you can. Whatever you can do to help to make sure that we're we're asking Pick and Save to match up to $5,000. And let's see if we can't get to that $5,000 to make this just a a wonderful uh, event. Uh, What store are you going to be at today, Julie?
0: I actually will be at all three stores, but I'm starting my day here at the East Sunset location. Um, I will be seeing all three locations today and jumping in wherever I can to help. Um, and yes, thank you to our partners um, that really did help us um, we we reached out and our partners were right there to support us so it was gr- it's great that we have um, our uh, the folks that sponsored us today as well. so um, thank you thank you very much for calling them out and thank you to those uh, partners as well.
3: yeah I think it's very important that that you know these guys um, we 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 just say thank you to them for sure we're raising money and and i say we because if you listen to my stuff i i the the local pick and save stores have been part of the things that i do on this radio station since the first day i started you know i was a sales rep here and i started doing on-air stuff and people laugh because julie i honestly i'll have people just walk up to me and say uh you're local pick and save stores and I go yeah, that's that's me you know because that's kind of what I say for all these shows that I do and the fact that you guys are saying look bring your family bring your friends bring your appetite to one of the stores here in Waukesha and help us raise money and help us support the Waukesha South High School Band the Waukesha Extreme Dance Team and Milwaukee Dancing Grannies all that were just affected by this, this just terrific this horrible horrible tragedy that happened out in Waukesha. I, I, just, um, again, being a father and a grandfather that we we've gone to a zillion parades in our life. And I'm glad that I missed that one, Julie, I have to tell you.
0: Yes. Yes. Me, me too. I, I just, it's such a horrific tragedy and I am just thankful that we are able to help in any way that we can. on um, these three organizations, Um, And, you know, several of these organizations are very close to some of our uh, Waukesha locations here. So um, we wanted to just help in any way we could.
3: Julie, thank you so much for your willingness to come on today. I really, really appreciate it a lot. And again, today and tomorrow, 11 to 3 each day at the uh, East Sunset Store, the West Sunset Store, and the the Metro market on Silvernail Road uh, go out. If you don't feel like having the broad, just donate five, ten, twenty bucks, whatever. you can Everything's gonna go to a great cause. Julie, thank you so much, and I look forward to meeting you in person one day.
4: Thank
0: you, Mike. I look forward to meeting you as well, and thank you for your support of Pick and Save and allowing us to be on uh, your show this morning. Thank you very much.
3: You bet. She is the Operation Field Specialist for Pick and Save. She is Julie Belden. We're going to get you a break. Jose Winston, head basketball coach at Brown Deer High School, will join us next. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The
2: Fan.
3: Oh, welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School it's Basketball Coaches Show presented it's by your local Pick and Save be. stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. We are now joined by the head basketball coach at Brown Deer High School. They are 1-0, Jose Winston. How are you today, Jose? Doing well, Mike. How are you, buddy? I'm doing really good, man. Thank you so much for a couple minutes of your time. Kind of promoting the Terry Porter Classic. And you guys play tonight six thirty against Milwaukee Bayview. How are you feeling about this year's team?
7: I, I'm excited about this year's team. Um, I thought last year's team uh, with uh, Mark Wade, John Lovelace, uh, obviously Armani Jones, who's back this year, jeremiah Dotson, um, Jertan Davis. You know, we had quite a few people. I thought we had a pretty talented team. Unfortunately, we didn't get an opportunity to play together very long. But I'm excited about this team, Mike, because you know how coaching is. Uh, A lot of times what happens is, you know, you have some really talented teams, but they don't gel quickly. Or you have some teams that do have some talent and they gel quickly. And I think this team is one of those teams that they enjoy and love being around each other. So it's making that process to get through things a little easier.
3: Jose, you know, and I've told this before, but I think you'll agree with me. There are teams that I coached in the past that didn't get a lot of wins, and these kids hung out. They, they enjoyed each other. They loved each other. And the, the losing a lot, it didn't hurt so much. And I had teams that won a lot, and these kids did not enjoy playing together. And it was not very enjoyable getting all those wins, but every once in a while, you get a team that really likes each other. They hang out together, They and they get a lot of wins, and you have a lot of success. And I don't know if there's anything more enjoyable as a coach than that.
7: No, I, I, I 100% agree with you. I believe that, um, I believe that one, you know, um, you take away so much time from family and friends and other things that you can be doing because you love the game and you want to teach the game. And so do those young people. These young people, they – they have things that they can be doing as well, but it's 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 unique when you have a balance where you just really, really enjoy going there and they really, really enjoy being around each other. It makes the job that much easier.
3: Yeah, I, I agree with you a lot. Hey, and I know it's been a couple of years, but look, you did a great job down at Kenosha St. Joe's. Yeah, you did. But it's kind of nice to go around the corner and get to practice, right?
7: Oh, man, listen... It's literally, and I love St. Joe's. I, I thank Dave Platoon and uh, who who was the previous AD there and um, all those good people down there for just giving me an opportunity to have my first coaching uh, gig and to learn this craft and, and grow in this craft. I thank those coaches that was in that uh, conference. Uh, you know those coaches, Racing Lou sure. and St. Oh, Cads. You know, you uh, – Martin Luther, you got the best of the best in that conference as well and they will kick your butt and they, they force you to learn how to coach this game at a high level. Um but it's nothing like being able to run home, grab a sandwich and come back within five minutes, you know. So that's been that's been pretty enjoyable. Being here at Brown Deer, uh, being in the school as well. Um, Feels like I'm able to make a, a larger impact as well, not just with the athletes, but with the overall student body as well.
3: Hey, Jose, I and and I never asked you this, but I from afar, I always thought that that um, you're working at Kenosha St. Joe's was was part of almost a ministry for you. Like that was that was so important, and you're so such a loyal person because you got offered a lot of jobs while you were there, and you said no, this is where. You know, I'm gonna stay here for a while, and and you continue to make that drive down there, and and I I just always felt like that was such, that was kind of your personal ministry to be able to say, look, I'm I'm gonna to continue to do this because I believe in 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 the people there, and I and I want to help these kids, and I think for sure that I always thought years prior that that you would take one of the jobs that you were offered. I thought Brown Deer was the perfect fit for you.
7: Yeah, it was about patience. Um, again, when I got the Brown Deer job, um, I wasn't looking for it. It just came about. Um, but I think with the same, I think you're, on, you're right on cue when you were talking about St. Joe's and myself. Um, I'm a big guy. I believe in loyalty. I think that's one trait that's kind of lost in the world today. And I believe in doing what I said I was going to do. Um, and I think that one thing about St. Joe's is, and, and what I preach to kids is, you know, just do what you say you're gonna do. Don't be a hypocrite. And I told the, and I told the AD, and I, I told the people down there, when they hired me, like, um, I'm not just, I'm not gonna leave you for another job. Like, this is where I want to be. And I would have stayed there, obviously, but I, I just think that timing-wise, you know, I needed a break, uh, for my family. My family needed a break. Um, the commute was becoming quite a bit because I was commuting from Milwaukee, Vincent down to Kenosha, St. Joe. So my average day was around 11 or 12 o'clock at night, uh, every night. So wow. I wasn't seeing my family very much either. So um, it was just that time. I did eight years. Um, and it was, seriously, it was, it, was, it was amazing because that's where I really learned my coaching craft and, and how serious it is to, you know, study film and to scout and to uh, just everything because you're facing the best of the best when it came to coaching at that era, at that time, in that era, in that conference.
3: Yeah, I'll tell you, there, there are guys like uh, Coach Guys came into the conference when he took the Dominican job and he said, look, I, I got to be honest. You know, it's Division III. I I thought I was going to come in this conference and win a bunch of conference championships and go to state all the time. He said, man, I can't believe how, how hard this conference is and what good coaches are in the conference and and he would echo with what you were saying. hey, um when you guys beat Milwaukee gold in my ear the other night uh, by f- I think by 16 something like that, really balanced pretty balanced scoring had a couple of kids, one that scored 17, another I think scored 10 and then six, five, seven, six, you know a, a lot of balance. is that how you see this Brown Deer team going about this year?
2: I do.
7: I think, Mike, we're going to, you know, um, just retention right now. I think what I've learned through coaching is um, simplicity early before you start to get complicated. So I think right now for us, we're going to just get up and we're going to try to go, man. We're going to press like crazy probably every possession. Um, We're going to push that ball ahead. We're going to kick it ahead. And we're going to try to attack seams and get – drive-jaw kicks, and get deep into the lanes to make some plays. Um, You know, we're looking at a guy who scored 17 points in Jamar Lampley, and um, we're talking we had our all-conference guy who all-conference first team and probably will be an All-State guy in Amani Jones who only had six. So we're looking to be a selfless team as well. I think the most – I think the uh, teams that are – that have the most success are the ones that are the most unselfish, and they'll be nice when anybody will be able to step up and, and make plays for it.
3: Jose, do these kids that you're coaching have any idea who you are who you were back in the day?
7: <laughs> some do some <laughs> don't I mean it's crazy like I'm starting to get older, so some parents remember playing me, or some parents just remember who I am um I, I've never been one to say, hey, let me tell you what I did or, or what I've been through um, because I just don't – I mean, I've that was my story. You know, there's times when we sit down and we break it down to them because we want them to get to know us a little bit more intimate than just knowing us as, okay, that's my basketball coach. We want them to know, like, our history and the things that we've been through so that maybe, you know – that sparks something where it allows them to come and talk to us through while they're going through certain things, and and allows us to mentor a little better as well.
3: Look, I, I coached um I coached against him when he was playing, I coached against him when he was coaching, so I could tell you about fifteen different Jose Winston stories, but I'll just <laughs> tell you this one. I uh, asked Tom Diener, what um, what was the turnaround? When did it turn? From Milwaukee Vincent and he didn't he didn't hesitate he said the day Jose Winston came to Vincent that was it because everybody wanted to play with Jose and because he was so good and everybody loves the guy and when he walked in the building everything changed and that just tells you a lot about when when somebody like coach Diener doesn't miss a beat and says here's I'll tell you exactly what it changed here it is This is when we became the powerhouse that you guys remember back then, maybe one of the greatest runs in high school basketball in the state of Wisconsin. And we can have that argument, and I'll talk to Showalter, him and I have had it, about Germantown, right? But Milwaukee Vincent, in your day, it's got to be in that conversation.
7: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, obviously um, there's been so many talented teams that have come through the state of Wisconsin and you can stack them up against any teams throughout the country. But, you know, I always tell people, um, when you look at our team, um, if you take my senior year, for example, we had seven division one guys on that one team, you know? And, um, I think sometimes people, uh, they'll look at, they'll, they'll look at the history books and say, well, you guys didn't do this, but honestly, um, our senior year, what people don't understand it, that the numbers don't tell you is that 95% of the games we played in, we never played in the fourth quarter. The starters never played in the fourth quarter. Didn't touch the floor in the first quarter. Um, and the other piece of it is, uh, you know, you never had guys that averaged 25 or 30. Not saying guys couldn't go get 25 or 30 because I still think Marshall Williams may have been the best player uh could be the best player ever coming out of the state, you know, and he he averaged around 15 points. And that was just because everyone was so selfless. And so we had guys that were okay averaging. Although they could have got 30, they were okay averaging 10, okay averaging 11. You know, just playing our role uh, for the benefit of the team so we could win championships. So, um, And I had to learn that the hard way, to be honest, Mike, because I came into Vincent as a – As a highly talented freshman, I played with a very, very talented team. Rodney Buford, who played in the NBA. Demetrius Brown, who was 6'6", who was the man who played at the University of Wisconsin, played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Chadwick Washington, who played at Wisconsin for football as well. And we were really, really talented, but we lost to a really good, disciplined homestead team then. And that's when I realized that, you know, I have to change the way I play. I have to be more selfless because that's the only way we could win. I would have to find a way not only to get eyes, when to step up and get eyes, when to understand the flow of the game, but when to get others involved and to make sure that I was playing the right way all the time because that's how people would follow my lead. And um, so it was going into that sophomore year where um, I realized after that freshman year, in order to be great, in order to be different, and to be a great team, I had to kind of change who I was too
3: boy he is jose winston get a chance get out to the milwaukee south division for the terry porter classic watch his team play against uh, milwaukee Bayview tonight at 6 30 jose thanks a lot for a couple minutes of your time i'll be in touch in a couple of weeks and we'll do this again
7: thank you mike you know how i feel about your show man i gotta stop i gotta stop giving you uh i got to stop giving you trouble now. You've had me on a couple of times, and I appreciate that. But you know how I feel about you. I think you're one of the all-time great people that I've ever met, man. And I'm I'm honored that uh, any time you have me on your show.
3: Jose, thank you for that. I, I really appreciate those words a lot. Again, get out there to Milwaukee South Division tonight, 630, and watch uh, Brown Deer as they play Milwaukee Bay View. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break. Head basketball coach at Whitefish Bay, Dominican, Steve Showalter. That's weird to say, but he'll join us next. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save Stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. Well, welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save Stores. We are now joined. By the head basketball coach at Whitefish Bay Dominican, he is Steve Showalter. Hey, Coach, before we get into it, I just wanted to say it was really good to see you at that event a few weeks ago over at Brookside Baptist Church, so thanks for stopping by on that.
6: Thank you. I had a good time. It was uh, very uplifting, and uh, the the, the guys I met over there and the messages were spot on, so it uh, it it, it warmed my heart, and it was good for the guys I was with. It was good. To, to be around all of you
3: thank you yeah thank you so much hey um how was it feeling for you and and i coached at dominican a couple of times and i look i have nothing but good things to say about the experiences that i had over there how are things going for for you i i know that uh that you didn't have it was a pretty easy game that you had the, the, to start with and and looking at the box score you know, the people were like, well, they put up 122. Well, you know what? You scored like 38 or something in the second half, and everybody got a ton of playing time. So I don't need to talk too much about that. But how are you feeling with this year's group and, and getting back to being in an events like the one you are today at, at the Terry Porter Classic has got to just kind of get your heart going a little again.
6: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's been a couple years since uh... – since I've coached in a "quote-unquote" real game, um, especially with COVID, um, the guys I was coaching the last couple of years just uh, loved learning the game um, at St. Augustine. But now I've got guys that have that are basketball players and have been playing their whole life, as most of us have. Um, we are very, very young, though. We have five sophomores and three freshmen on varsity. Wow! And you know, it's a smaller school than I'm used to, obviously, and. Uh, to have to bring young kids up, a lot of young kids this early is has been a little bit of growing pains for us. Um, but we also have uh, some guys that can put the ball in the basket, so that makes up for a lot.
3: Hey, you know it's funny. Um, and I didn't set this up, but we do a, a Kern electric superhero of the week each week. And who's the, the girl who's following you is Ashley Herrera from St. Augustine Prep, and she's our current electric superhero of the week. And I've talked to the people over, over there a lot this week and, and some really good people that run St. Augustine.
6: Yeah, I, uh, Gus Ramirez, who, who kind of founded the school, is, is a wonderful guy. and uh, Just the fact that I was able to, uh, you know, I retired from my police officer job and uh, was able to get in there and work some security during the day and then uh, work basketball at night. That's kind of what I love to do anyway. I would probably do it for free anyway. But uh, to have two pretty good jobs like that um, and then to, to, to be offered um, something like this, there, it was a no-brainer for me, and what a special chance
3: this is. Yeah, a th- great decision by And You know this. We've had conversations in the past that uh, – you know, I I've, I would call you and say, hey, this is opening up. You should apply for that. You'd be like, nope. What about this? Nope. Well, maybe this one. You know what? Make a call, and see if they have some interest. And and look, I uh, I, I know that this, everything you did over at Germantown and what I think you're going to do at Dominican, um, this conference that you're in. Well, I'll tell you what it's it's a really good basketball conference and you'll you'll uh, you'll see it's Division three, but there are some quality coaches and and players in this conference you're in
6: for sure. I, you know as soon as I got the job, I started doing my homework and doing my research, watching film uh, from last year and it, it's amazing that it doesn't even matter the level you know as far as one, two or three around around Milwaukee. Because nowadays, every all, all the kids are kind of spread out more than they used to be, and um, to, to be to be division three um, is something brand new for me. And a lot of the, the, the teams, especially on on the southern side of Milwaukee, I haven't really even seen. I've not, I don't even know where Thomas More is. Some of the <laughs> schools that we're going to be playing, I've never even been around. You know, I know where Homestead is. I know where Grafton is. Uh, I know the North Shore, but it's a whole learning experience for me, um, from to go from D one to D three, and also to go in a whole different area of the city.
3: Have uh, Have you been to the Prairie School yet?
6: I have not. I don't even know what city that's in. Yeah, it's no, uh, down in Racine. I have not been. <laughs> wait
3: till you see. Wait till you see the facility. Oh my goodness, it's beautiful. It is. It is kind of university school, um, south. And it's a beautiful facility. They treat you like a million bucks. And you walk in this facility, you go to the locker room, and you you just kind of look around like, wow, this is a high school, huh? It's just gorgeous. And, then you know, all the schools treat you really well. The Shoreland Lutheran people – I, they, if there are a nicer group of people that in, in literally any school in this area, I'd like to meet them because they've always been extremely kind to me. And then when you get to St. Catharines, it's like whatever you think it'd be like coaching high school basketball in Indiana, that's what that is. And they, man, to coach in that gym, you're going to just have a ball the first time through. And, and, you know, whether you have success or not, you're going to gain a lot of respect uh, for the Metro Classic and the kind of play that a lot of these kids are, are getting after it really hard. Hey, Coach, when uh, when you went over to Dominican and, and, again, your roster is really young, did you think, did was that done purposely like, okay, we're going to start something new here? Or was it, look, these are the best players we have and we're going to go that direction?
6: Yeah, this is just what we have. I, I have 16 guys on the varsity, um, and my roster is down to about eight today because of injuries and, and uh, illnesses. But uh, we we kept the best kids we could in the school, and some of our guys at a smaller school are playing uh, both varsity and JV. But we need we need those. those not, I've always believed in keeping um, numbers, and we need numbers to practice because guys will miss for any any number of reasons so 16 is always a good number for me and like some of our like i said some of our young guys are playing jv and varsity but they're definitely practicing with me so i can uh have our varsity coaches work with them every day and hopefully get them ready for
3: the future as well Boy, that's how exciting that 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 is and i know that um you know aaron womack who i'm a huge fan of um, came to that event with you, and his son is is on that team. And it was really good to see him again. And, and to, to I, I didn't even know that was his son who had been in studio a couple of years prior, but the kid had a growth spurt beyond belief. And all of a sudden, I'm like, hey, it's nice to meet you. He goes, no, I know you. I go, oh, you got to be kidding me. You were the little guy? He goes, yeah, I'm not so little anymore. I said, no, you're not. <laughs> and how fun is it to have Aaron sitting next to you? Yeah,
6: Aaron – Uh, Aaron and I have been playing together since I moved to Milwaukee in 1991 and uh, he's one of my best friends. He's been on my coaching staff at every school I've been at now and you know, little Aaron uh, Aaron Womack Jr. was, basically grew up in our gym at Germantown and everywhere we went he was with us so for me to get a chance to coach him now for four years um, and to have my best friend on, on the bench next
3: Hey, am I reading this right? Is Juwan McLeod on your staff as well?
6: Juwan McLeod is on my staff, one of my one of the best players I, I coached yes. in the past at Germantown, so it's good to have him there as well.
3: Man, I bet he could still play a little bit.
6: Yeah, those guys get into practice. I have Jack Jalassic, who is a star at Michigan. Oh, Dominican. yes.
3: Yep. Uh, So, you're not stepping on the court and posting up and knocking down threes anymore.
6: I can shoot yes, you can uh, can't really play defense anymore yeah. so, you never uh... played
3: you never played much defense anyway. <laughs> Let's be honest, showalter, come on,
6: outscore your man with my, with yeah, my, was my... Defense.
3: and you did that about ninety five percent of the time. hey, I'm uh. I'm looking at your schedule and I'm trying to figure out and pick which game, at least for the first game, I'm going to come to you. And there's a number of, of them coming up uh, that I want to make sure I get over. I'm looking forward to seeing your team play, uh, Coach, and I'll be in touch uh, later in the year where, uh, you know, maybe we'll do a student athlete of the week with pick and save in Dominican and we'll uh, we'll make sure we highlight and promote that program.
6: Yeah, that would be great. We, ha- we do not have an easy schedule by any means. Uh- the, the teams we play, it's, it's going to be very interesting because um, we got stacked up pretty good, so it's going to be an interesting non-conference season as well as, you know, it looks like uh, now with a couple kids that left um, Martin Luther that, you know, the, the conference is kind of wide open, so it's going to be a battle for with everybody on, a, on any given night.
3: Yeah, and you know what? When you look at your non-conference schedule, West Dallas Central, Kingdom Prep, Milwaukee uh, Academy of Science, Saint John's Military Academy, yeah, these are like you guys are going to be playing a really difficult non-conference, and your conference schedule. There are some teams in that conference that are going to just uh, drive you nuts. I'll tell you that.
6: Yeah, that's for sure. My hair is going to get gray here pretty soon.
3: Yeah. No. Well. I don't know about that. Just get him playing uh get him playing showtime and you'll be just fine.
6: That's the goal. That's the goal. That's the plan.
3: Hey, I just I just missed Pius. There's another one you're playing. Another non conference one. They yeah, boy, I'll tell you what, you're right, that schedule is loaded. Steve, thank you so much. I really appreciate the time. Um good luck today over at the Terry Porter Classic.
6: Thank you. Uh, we have a big game. Our our best guy, our big man, is out today injured, so um, they have some really good bigs over there, so we're going to have to
3: really battle on the boards today. Well, you know, West Dallas Central is going to bring it for sure. That's uh, that's a given. Four forty-five at Milwaukee South Division, Whitefish Bay Dominican and West Dallas Central. Uh, good luck today, Coach.
6: Thank you. Thanks for having me on. We'll see you soon.
3: You got it. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, our current electric superhero of the week from St. Augustine Prep. She is Ashley Herrera. Will join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan.
1: (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.